0: Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I am so excited today because if you had listened to episode 111 with Andrea and Annie, we talked about one of their amazing tenants who have an amazing, beautiful space, soul yoga, and I have her here today. I have the mompreneur Yolanda here who has created this beautiful business. We were just talking a little bit and it's interesting to hear already, we have so much to dive into. <laughs> we're hearing how she's also created a beautiful team and so much more as she enters also this next phase of your mom life, being an empty nester, you know, getting to fully dive into your passions again and your cleaning of your house and all of, the, <laughs> all of the things, right? And so Yolanda, I'm just so excited to have you here to really shine a light on the practice that you have, how you're infusing that into your mompreneur life and just all the things that we go through and and we'll continue to go through as we grow our businesses. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm so excited. Well, I love to hop in first with your mompreneur journey. So I just got to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes, but tell us how you got into yoga to the point where you have your whole own studio
1: and team, and tell us where your mom life factors into that. Absolutely, well it started with mom life actually. I love it. Um, So I have three kids, Mm -hmm. and they were itty bitty. Couple of things, my husband is a full time music teacher, but he was also in the Navy Reserves for over 20 some years, so he would be deployed a lot. And so I was looking for something to go to for myself because I was basically a single mom for quite a while when he would be deployed. Mm -hmm. He also had to do his graduate work because he's a teacher. So if he wasn't deployed, he was at Case Western doing his graduate work. So it was literally me with three small children. Mm -hmm. I have three kids, three years apart. Mm -hmm. So fit three in there in three years. I was looking for time for me and I didn't want to feel guilty spending time away from them so basically what would happen is I found a yoga studio in Cleveland that had like a late yoga class it was like 8 45 p.m. so I could put the kids to bed not feel guilty Mm -hmm. and then go to this yoga class Mm -hmm. and the first time I went I I just thought it was going to be me laying on a mat sleeping is what I honestly thought it was (laughs) (laughs)
0: I think you were probably in for a rude awakening when you showed up Oh my gosh, I was sweating, I was
1: shaking, and I was like, what is this? And I knew from that moment that I wanted to teach it. Whatever it was, I was going to figure out how to teach it, and that's how it all began. So I practiced for like a year, and through that year, I was trying to find a teacher training. And so I found a teacher training, did the training, and right when I graduated teacher training, my youngest was leaving for preschool. So he would be gone for a couple hours, which was perfect timing for me to teach a class, come back and pick him up. Cause you know, preschool is like three hours. Yep. We're starting <laughs> like, in the fall. Literally, so. Yeah. <laughs> so literally it's like, you have to find something to do for three hours. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to be grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. So literally I would drop him off, rush to teach a class, come back and pick him up. It was like perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it all started really. It's
0: so impressive. And what I love that you brought up is this concept of presence. It was very important for you to be there, mm-hmm. be around for your kids. And so you found a way that you could still get your self-care in. 845, you mm-hmm. could go, even though it was a bit of a surprise of what yes. it turned into. But then I love how you continue to find that, to find ways to to be you and find you. Yes. And also still be there for them. Mm-hmm. That to me is so important, is that presence and quite honestly, it's something I still struggle with. My kids are four and almost three, yeah. and yesterday was a rough day, I'm not gonna lie. Like I did not feel like I was being the most present mom. But I, I just love meeting other women who are on that same journey, and Absolutely. who find that so important. Have you found that your yoga practice, since it is very much based in mindfulness, yes. have you found that that continued to grow and help you because your
1: kids were little when you got into yeah. it? Yeah. Talk to us about that. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I think when a lot of people think that yoga is just poses on the mat and it's not, it literally is sitting quiet. And I remember even when I had, when the kids were really little, I would say nap time, but like my oldest, I don't know how your kids are he was never a napper. Nope, he neither of them never, are napping. never, yeah, and it would be like, ah, I just need like a moment. Just so it would be like, it's quiet time, I don't care what you do, mm-hmm. but for an hour, you could read a book in your bed, whatever it is, we're gonna be quiet. And I would literally just sit down and close my eyes and literally just breathe. Yeah. And I could tell that that was helping my patients. Because like I said, you know, my husband was gone all day, then he would come home quickly for dinner and then go to night classes. And so it literally he was exhausted, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it was the only thing that like kept me sane. Because I don't know if you know like I'm sure you experience it. Kids can, you know, they know your limits. They mm-hmm. will definitely walk to that line and be like can I just put a big toe over the line let me just figure out where the line is and I'm gonna stand really close to it so and then I got to a point where I was like kind of incorporating them like we would do chants every weekend so like mantras and things like that and I would kind of incorporate them Mm -hmm. um so that they could learn a little bit more patience I mean they went in phases but um anywhere I could fit it in I was trying to fit it in
0: and did you learn those chants and mantras and things like that after you started in your yoga practice and teaching, that yes, wasn't like that a came practice. later, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And I, so I'm a cellist. I'm, I was right. a yeah music major in college. I'm um, and so I was a performance major. So I was always missing this component of music, mm-hmm. right, in, mm-hmm. in classes. And my parents were like, "I spent all this money,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> for this cello and mm-hmm. all these lessons, and you're teaching yoga, you know." Mm-hmm. And so over time, I figured out how to incorporate music and sound into my yoga classes and then it just kind of took off from there. So talk to us about that
0: because I'm fascinated. Yeah.
1: How like what are the specifics? I think that a lot of teachers like yoga teachers use music in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I know like one of my friends, she uses music and she uses well-known music so that kind of in the middle of a yoga class people are singing mm-hmm. and they and mm-hmm. that kind of brings them together because they know the words to the song. I don't necessarily use music that way. I think of everything as a soundtrack. Like, watching a movie without a soundtrack is boring. Frankly, just boring. It makes the sensation and the feeling in your body bigger when there's music accompanied with it. So Mm -hmm. I use music as an accompaniment to what I'm saying. The beats are important, too, if we're moving. Mm -hmm. So, like, my yoga classes, a lot of them are beat-driven. So we move to the rhythm of the music. Some of them are. Yeah. And then there's the way of using sound, like, as in... Different pitches are supposed to stimulate different parts of your body. So I, I use singing bowls. I also yes. play my electric cello. I have an electric cello, so that way I can take it in the heat and oh play gosh, it
0: casual. Just <laughs> have your cello. That's, that's how I've amazing. yeah I've, I've learned
1: how to incorporate uh-huh. sounds yeah. in, into what I do, and uh-huh. it, to me it it's not there to take over. It's there to enhance it.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so stinking cool! I love that you've brought. I, you may have heard this on the Ann and Andrea <laughs> episode, but the breadcrumbs, right? Right. Like these little pieces of what make you you yeah. into what you do. And that's the unique thing. That's what mm-hmm. makes soul yoga so different is you're right. in there with your cello. You've got this music background. You also have practiced patience for yeah. many years and, and your practice has grown. And you've also grown in your practice before you got to this point of your own business mm-hmm. by, you said, being at like every yoga studio I mean, here in much. Cleveland.
1: Name talk. and I probably have
0: <laughs> <laughs> been there, yeah. Yeah. So talk to us about that transition of, yeah. like, maybe why you wanted to to try yes. so many different places, and yes. also what you picked up at those places, like the advantage of going so many different right. locations.
1: Well, so the, the the journey of being at so many yoga studios mm-hmm. was not necessarily something planned. I would say that I was looking for the right space where I belonged, yeah. and that's really what it came down to. Like every space that I went to. I, I'm very much used to being one of the only people of color in a very white driven profession. Right. right? Yeah. The, when I first started teaching yoga, there was maybe five of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe five of us. And so like, you know, I would start working somewhere and it was like I, they didn't even like they knew me. My classes were well attended, but like not enough to know my name. They would just refer to me as all oh, the black girl. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was that. I mean, even I mean, I ran a Across crossed it like probably uh, six months ago when somebody's like, oh, where'd that black girl go? And then somebody at that studio was like, oh, Yolanda left, mm-hmm. she had to in her own studio. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot of that and never quite feeling like I belonged. And it would be very much like we want you here because you can bring people in mm-hmm. and you can fill a room. We also like it because we like the way it looks. It looks like you're we're diverse. Being diverse is, well, I wouldn't even say they were diverse. Mm -hmm. It was for appearances, right? So it was very much like, you can be here, but don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Like, fit into what we're doing here. Uh So I could never really, truly be myself. It was like, we want you here, but you have no impact. And so that's each time I would, I felt like I would get a little closer, Mm -hmm. a little closer. And then I just realized... -hmm. That it was like, you can be here, but we weren't really expecting you, or we weren't, we're not really here to support you. You're here to support us. Yeah. And so that's why I kept moving.
0: Well, I appreciate your candidness in telling us that because that is a good reason to move. And I think it's beautiful that now you've taken charge and you have your space. Absolutely. And you can provide this different space for everybody else out there. Yes. That you can say, like, come in, you are welcome. And And I was expecting you. Yeah. And you know how to hold space. Like, because I think, you know, when you go through stuff where you're not held in the proper space, right, then you are just so much more equipped.
1: Yeah. And serve people, right? Absolutely. And I think I was, you know, when I came into this originally, because I'm only living on my lived experience, right? Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, being a black woman, this is mm-hmm. what it's like. But it, there's so many people that don't feel like they belong. Yeah. Like they're, depending on, you can be an extra small or 2XL, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're prepared for you. Right. We have your size T-shirts. Mm-hmm. We have a soul space. You don't have to cram in anywhere. There's enough space for you here, no matter your size, no matter how teeny you are, no matter if you're bigger sized or mm-hmm. not doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what religion you are, and it doesn't matter what gender you identify as. Mm-hmm. There's a soul space for you here at this at Soul Yoga. Mm-hmm. And my my I would say my number one goal is for everyone to be able to walk in and see themselves in someone else. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh, that just gave me chills. That well thank you. Yeah. That is for me and I feel very passionate about that having mm-hmm three kids, two of which are in the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. I'm in a interracial relationship. My husband is Irish, so I know what it's like to try to find a space. Mm -hmm. I so appreciate
0: you being just so accepting and everything too, because, you know, you think about it a lot, especially I've got little kids who are, who are growing up and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to teach them to just be kind, good people, right? Like let's just all love each other and be happy. And you know, it could be a little worrisome when right. when people go out. And so to just hear that conversation of, like, let's all just hold space
1: for each other right. and, like, love on each other the way that we are, you know. Yeah, and I think celebrating each other's differences is everything. Exactly. Instead of just, like, pretending it's not there. Be like, oh, I'm white, she's black. That's mm-hmm. cool. Like, yeah. what makes us different? Let's mm-hmm. celebrate that. What can mm-hmm. I learn I was just from each that. other? Yep. Instead of it being hush-hush, like something we don't talk about mm-hmm. because I don't see color. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, I, I just feel like you're doing yourself a disservice. Right. It's like any
0: time you read something different or you go somewhere new, like, we appreciate the differences that we see in those experiences. And exactly. so I love that you're bringing that to the table of, we should see that and feel that. in every interaction and and truly celebrate that. And it feels like that is a lot of the mission, the celebration, right? Right. Behind your business and what you do. And I want to dive into what you said too about the soul and that Mm -hmm. being, you know, the name of the business. Sure. And I'm assuming like you started to touch on the mission as well. I love how you said that like your soul has space here. It's about your essence and who you are. At the end of the day, it just you like bring your soul to the mat, right? right Is that exactly. the concept Absolutely. that you believe? So, yeah.
1: So at Soul, we do things differently. Yeah. Instead of saying, because like here's my worst saying, like it drives me crazy when mm-hmm. people say, "Well, that's the way we've always done it." Oh
0: nope! I, yeah, it, I think like, that's every I've, entrepreneur's worst thing to hear, right? Oh, yeah, You're like, oh, oh talking about it. a cruise ship versus a speedboat. Yes. Like.
1: But why? Why have you always done it that way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why? So, and and it can't just be because that's just the way we've done it. That means right. you don't know, right? Right. So at Soul Yoga, we do something a little different. When you register for a class, mm-hmm. you register for what we call a soul space, meaning you pick your spot in the room. Each spot is numbered wow. on a wooden plaque that's magnetized to the floor. I mean, oh I've, God, I've I had that. three other women-owned businesses help me with this vision, mm-hmm. right? And... So there's a little plaque, so when you sign up, you find out what soul space you are, you pick your spot in the room. So if you know you want a wall, you can pick the wall. If you know you want to be near the exit door, you can be near the exit door, Whatever you want it, be, mm-hmm. right? So a couple of reasons that we do this, it's so that you know where you are. Also, I don't know if you've ever been to a yoga class, but mm-hmm. if they get pretty packed. Mm-hmm. If you come in late, you have to ask people to move, right. to make space for you. And for introverts, that is very difficult. People will not come mm-hmm. because they don't want that anxiety right. of having having to ask someone to make space for them, mm-hmm. right? So when you sign up, that is your space. So the plaque has your number on it, and it says Soul Space. Mm-hmm. Soul Space 1 through 48. I think we have 48 spaces, right? Yeah. That plaque also tells us, if you're okay with being touched. Mm, So if you're okay with hands-on assist, instead of opting out, we assume no one wants to be touched unless they flip their plaque over to a solid purple side. And that tells us that they're okay with us touching them. Mm -hmm. And you can change your mind anytime during the class. When we come to your mat, we check every single time.
0: I want to talk about this soul space because something that dropped in for me this week was actually about space. Yeah, And it was kind of a conversation in my head of like, you know how sometimes you'll be driving in the car and I'll look behind me and I'll see that a car is coming up and it's going to be kind of fast. And so I think, oh, I should move out of its way. So give it space, give it. And I've been thinking about it a lot of how many times I'm like, oh, I got to give them space and give them space. And why don't I ever hold space for myself? I can take up space. And so what you were sharing there about like this soul space and that you said in other classes, when mm-hmm. people come in, they have to make space for you. Yes. And some people won't even come in because that's they an won't. uncomfortable Or people thing. get annoyed right? that they have to move and have to make space for somebody else. Yeah. Right? So, isn't that, it's like, it, I just love how deep these things can get yeah. because obviously you are like the intention that you have with your space. That's one big word I have written down right now. Yeah. You're very intentional about Absolutely. what you do. Absolutely. Everything
1: in the studio is intentional and it is I there for a reason. It's not just because.
0: Right? Like, I, I just think that's so important. And so I love this concept of you have made space for them. They know that they can take up yes. space, which is so hard for us to do. Yeah. Is to just take up space in the simplest of things of picking a mat or coming into a room. Like, it can be hard for us. And the fact that you are offering that just right up front. And then on top of that, the what you're okay with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in a class. It was a, a sound bath, a little bit of yoga and Reiki. Mm-hmm. And they I didn't know when they were coming and they didn't like kind of warn me before. So I was flinching every time. I wasn't sure yeah, if I wanted if to be or touched like, yes. or not, if I was going to have. And I didn't have, I wasn't able to use my voice. And yeah. it just felt weird. And so the fact that you are so explicit and bring that conversation right to the forefront of, consent and what you feel right. comfortable with, because it's just not something that's come to the forefront in terms of conversation until now. Right. Yeah. Correct. Is how do you actually feel about right. what we're doing? Like your opinions, your feelings matter. Absolutely. And I hundred percent. Like it's a conversation I, I'm trying to teach my kids and at yeah. the si- same time teach myself. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, I feel like it's a generational thing and I feel like I think God every day for our children because yeah. I feel like they are going to change mm-hmm. the world. They think entirely different than our generation. I learn stuff from my kids every single day. They teach me every, and they're so patient with me, which is thank you, yeah, thank you <laughs> to so all three of them. I call them the Brown Bears. Thank yeah, you very much. Oh they're going to be like horrified that I said that on this podcast. <laughs> Shout out, we love you. It's all good. <laughs> we can always cut it if you want to. <laughs> no, no, we're definitely leaving that. Keep out. It. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah, but they have their. It's a. They have a different way of thinking. Not everything is black and white, and they're okay with people not fitting in boxes. And Mm -hmm. I just think that's so beautiful. They focus more on what I call soul powers. For each teacher, we've identified their soul power, Mm -hmm. and every one's is different. And so that's what they naturally, the gift that they're naturally born with, that they infuse into their yoga classes. Right. So one of them, our teacher, Christina, hers is love. And you will feel that immediately when you walk into the lobby.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, she is there to greet you. It is so sincere. It's real. You know, others are like community. You can tell that they're very community based. You mm-hmm. know, um, it, it, it goes on and on. Strength, uh, truth. Wow. And I've very carefully picked teachers who feel the same way mm-hmm. that I do have the same core values as what I should say, not feel the same way, because that's unfair of me to put that on them. But they have the same core values as me.
0: Yeah. I have a feeling, but correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. that you you feel into energy and all of that in, Mm -hmm. in your space. So... Thinking about that too, obviously you found teachers who are in energetic yes. alignment with you, right? I mean, Absolutely, they they hold the same vibe that you do, and I have a feeling that that's the intention that you set with your clients
1: as well. So original, so the business is named Awake to My Soul, which was me. Mm-hmm. It was it was just me. I was its soul, yeah, an only employee, <laughs> right. And then, so I wanted something with soul in it because Awake to My Soul was me. Mm-hmm. And then Ann Hartnett, who is the has the brilliant mind that she has, she's yes. like, well, why don't you just call it Soul Yoga, right? I was like, Jeez. coming up with all these crazy <laughs> names, complicated. She's like, how about just Soul Yoga? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, that's it, right? Uh-huh. And so, but m- Awake to My Soul is known for, okay. I don't want to say being blunt, Mm-hmm but being straightforward, right? right? So yeah. there's no guessing. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, I will, I don't wanna say call someone out, I wanna say call them in. I yeah. will not call people in in the sense of like, listen, I know your intention was A, B, and C, mm-hmm. but your impact was A, B, and C. Right. So I, intention's number one. Mm-hmm. Tension is, I don't wanna say it's not important, it is absolutely step one. But step two is impact, and you have to be aware of your impact. And so, I that brand Awake to My Soul is known for that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, the soul yoga teachers knew that brand, they know very much what who I am, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so they knew what they were getting into, is what yes, I'm saying.
0: I love that. I, also, I would
1: I say most of them know.
0: I think that's so incredibly powerful. Just to think even in your everyday, like Mm -hmm. you may have one intention, but thinking beyond that of the impact.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Is so smart. And I mean, you could take it, you know, as micro as going into the yoga studio and thinking about what is your intention when you get on that mat? Yes. And and what is that impact that you're going to make afterwards or the impact of how you do the yoga, right? How have you seen that transcend in your life and really support you? And I'm assuming you've used this to teach your kids as well. Oh, yeah.
1: I I would say... You know, it's from their birth, their inception. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I got married 23 years ago to my husband, his parents were not fans Mm -hmm. because they didn't believe in interracial relationships. So they never really truly acknowledged me as his wife. And yeah, no, it's all right. It's their loss. It really is. (laughs) It's totally their loss. I'm so glad that you are the amazing person that you are and you know that. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. It it all Mm -hmm. happens for a reason, right? It all, everything happens to form where I am today, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, straight out of the gate, when my kids were born and had these grandparents, my parents were like, you know, are very much active in my kids' life. But they had these sets of grandparents that were not and having to explain that to them. So my kids are very aware of who they are Mm -hmm. and how they fit into the world Mm -hmm. and very aware of how others are being treated. So I felt like I needed to create a space, where my kids could come, mm-hmm. right? And they would they would see themselves all over the place. So, you know, even the floors. I know we were talking about the floors a little bit mm-hmm. earlier, but like the floors were made by um, quick shout out to oh, please <laughs> shout Cleveland, them out. Hardwood, yes. Cleveland Hardwood, Jessie from Cleveland Hardwood, Jesse Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, she used remnants from other people's floors cool. right so that means that and you'll hopefully you'll see uh, it heck yeah, the see pieces it. of the woods wait. are like all different shapes or oh, widths cool. and colors mm-hmm. and they all come together to form something so beautiful together and the floor could not exist without all of them right and it's mm-hmm. different widths and colors and shades and all sorts of things and I was working in places that I didn't feel safe for my kids to come practice That's right rough, yeah. and When I got this opportunity to open this space, my middle child was like, it's time. Like, this is what you've been waiting for. And I Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like when they said to me, this is is your time, I was like, I got to do this. They literally told me, all of my kids. And they're very much a part of soul like the staff knows them they work they were working the front desk during the summer my husband is there so much and you know your husband is here right Mm -hmm. and you want a place for your as your kids get older that they they have a role in this and see what you're doing Mm
0: -hmm. i think that's so beautiful first off the sentiment of the floors i think is just so beautiful and again like the intention that you Mm -hmm. put behind is so inspiring that you are able to see all of these different places so that your kids show up and mm-hmm. they feel seen. Again, yes. their soul and their space, yeah. they have space. It's it's so inspiring to watch. But yeah, I mean, I totally relate to you wanting them to be a part of it yes. too, not just feel welcome there, but to be really a part of it. Yes, Because that was my life growing up. I was a part of both of my parents' yes. businesses and the opportunity that it afforded me was so great. And I loved it. Like I enjoyed it. Sure, I do not like love every second of having yeah. to work after school or whatever. Right. But <laughs> at the end of the day, like hindsight, it it made such a difference. So we had the kids here as we were renovating. Right. We uh, have a video of this wall behind us of my daughter hanging off of it as we were oh lifting it. And we were wondering why is this thing so heavy? And then we realized <laughs> Sophia was hanging from it, and Jack had his little hammer, and they just this weekend they were running down the halls and. They asked to be here, which feels so cool. And to explain more to them too of like, this is what we do because this is what we love and this is how we help people. Yes. And in doing it, it also affords us other parts of our life that- that we like. And so having that full conversation and giving them that real world experience is so important. It feels like that's the same with
1: you as well. Yeah. And so, and I know you, you mentioned you were third generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. And like, I know, you know, as you know, owning a business is not always smooth. Right. So it yeah. had to be <laughs> so valuable to see your parents maybe trip, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Trip and fall and like get, have to get up and pivot. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's so important. Un- that is such a valuable tool mm-hmm. that I that wow, that's yeah. so cool that you're able to do that and I hope I'm able to show my kids that like yeah. it's not going to be all you know beautiful cherries and all mm-hmm. that stuff I'm gonna trip. Yeah. but how will I get up and pivot?
0: Tell me though with with your kids, have you noticed because they've seen you in business and they've seen you maybe trip and fall and, mm-hmm. and get back up, do you feel like they also recognize you as more than just your mom? They see that you're also a person yeah, just like them who, who's learning and makes mistakes. I think that's something that's really important to me is that my kids know me more than just mom. Like I'm also me. They know my name. They might not right. fully understand that. But have you noticed since your kids are a bit older that because you've included them that they've seen a different side of you as well?
1: I feel like I know I'm new running a team of people, but I feel like I was running the green team before. (laughs) So I don't necessarily know if they see me in a different capacity in the sense of, you know, my so my husband calls me the admiral. So I I, I'm sure they see me in some kind of a new light, but they've seen me definitely take a lead and say, okay, I wanna hear what you have to say, and then I'm gonna make a decision. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I also will have no problem saying I really messed up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. that was the wrong choice. Probably should have listened more to you. Let's let's pivot, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think they're just seeing it. I think they're probably relieved that it's not just them. Yeah, right? <laughs> You know, it's different when when they see mom do it to other. So it's not just mom being mom. It's like, no, this is these are the things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. It's not like mom's just saying no because she no is not my default. Right. 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 In fact, it's usually yes. Yeah. And then I got to really think, should we, though? Yeah. You know. Then we got to collaborate. Right. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. But I think that's a really good question to ask them. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I think as they're getting older, right. Yeah. they're, They're stepping into their own as adults and they might not recognize it yet but I bet that they're going to come to appreciate it and as your relationship I know
1: you're oldest that relationship is changing now I feel like they're at an age now where they offer me advice yeah right that I've offered them a ton
0: (laughs) they're probably like tired of hearing it
1: I feel like now we're in a different place where I can ask them Mm -hmm. advice on things because I mean I'm 40 47 I think is now and I feel like it's a different generation and things are changing mm-hmm. and sometimes I can't keep up with it all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I need it when something doesn't work or I'm unclear about something. I feel like they're really good resource for me. Well, I want to reflect back to you
0: too. Like that's yeah. also a great testament to not only the relationship that you've built over yeah. this time with them, but like what amazing people they've turned out to that you value and you Absolutely. recognize the value in their opinion. Yes. I think that's, it's just beautiful to hear things like that. Cause obviously I'm, I'm a bit, I know it's going to go fast, but I'm a bit down the ways yeah, from there. Yeah. I mean, it is going to go
1: really fast. Yeah. And what I can say is that was the one thing that's the one thing that I know I did a good job at. Mm-hmm. So like, I may not have done a good job at that yoga class, I could have been better <laughs> kind of, you know, but uh-huh. I can say without a doubt that I did everything to my best ability. Mm-hmm. And that I raised three beautiful, thoughtful, loving souls that have opinions and have huge value mm-hmm. and things to offer the world. And I would be the first one to want to see it and hear it. Yeah,
0: I love that. It's so beautiful. Well, as we're wrapping up, I want to hear something that's just coming into me is that we've got to hear a little bit more mom advice since your kids (laughs) are a little bit older. We have everybody who's listening has a range. Kids that are grown and they have grandkids now or, you know, people like me with younger kids. But I just feel because of your intention and your patience and your mindfulness training and just Mm -hmm. the way you see the world I just feel like you have so much advice to glean and I just want to be a little sponge for it. <laughs> I don't so if you just yeah. thinking about your motherhood journey and as you enter this next like kind of you said empty nest phase yes. of your life as you look back on this work that you've put in with your kids yeah. do you feel like anything yeah. sticks out that you were so intentional about and you've also seen that seed
1: grow? I know you want to try to parent equally and I think I parented equally mm-hmm. but each child is different, and they have to be parented differently, right? And so I think, again, coming back to that soul power, Mm -hmm. recognizing my kid's soul power and letting them know what it is, because I think that instills confidence. And it also makes them not compete and compare each other, because their soul powers are so very different. So I would say that would be mine and Dan's, my husband Dan's, Mm -hmm. number one thing that we try to instill in them, that you are not the same as your sibling, Mm Thank goodness. I say, thank goodness there's no one else like Yolanda Mm because one is plenty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, that's true. One is plenty. (laughs) And so let's figure out what yours is Mm -hmm. because if you're trying to be like someone else, that is not something that's maintainable. You can't sustain that. Mm -hmm. But you being yourself, you could do that all day long, right? And you said you helped them come up with it.
0: it Was it a collaboration or was it like, hey, I recognize this in you?
1: I... I didn't verbalize it until they were probably like teenagers. Yeah. But I I ne- didn't tell them what it was. Mm-hmm. I would just ask them questions, mm-hmm. and I think point. it makes a difference when you ask the siblings. Well, what do you think your your brother's super mm-hmm. you know superpower, soul power is? Mm-hmm. And it started mm-hmm. with The Incredibles when we watched The Incredibles. Oh, I love how they it. were all superheroes in that family, but everyone had a different
0: power. Yeah. Like one could
1: run fast, one could stretch, you right. know, uh-huh. one could disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It was just really interesting how we, well, what would yours be? Right. You know? Yeah. So it started off like little things like that. I love that. uh, But I I didn't want to say what it was because I didn't want to hound something if it wasn't right. Right. right? Yeah. Well, I think it's such a beautiful reflection for all of us to
0: Mm -hmm. to think as we wrap up the episode, like, what is your soul power? And yeah, let us know it in the comments. We'll have the link to. below for, for our reel and everything, because I think that's a fascinating question for us to think about and be able to reflect back to each other, because I agree with you. I think when we can ask the right questions or shine a mirror, we all have the blueprint inside us, yes, right? Absolutely. We are our highest authority. We have the answers within us. Nobody else can tell us those things. But it's really helpful to have a mirror, right? Yeah, to, to for shine sure. Back to you. I mean,
1: if you're so lost and you have no idea what it, what it is, mm-hmm. you can ask your best friend, right, right? or your spouse, or mm-hmm. your partner, whoever it is, mm-hmm. and they can kind of give you those breadcrumbs to, yeah. for you to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I think it's everything if you know what your soul power is. I agree.
0: Tell everybody about Soul Yoga location. Yeah. Obviously, we've talked it's at the Vitralite, but yes. tell them about like classes or what they need to know so that they can come join a class. Because yeah. I know I'm going to show up. Good, good, <laughs> bring good, <to> my friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, coming. so like. Like you said soul yoga ohio city is mm-hmm. in ohio city hinge town mm-hmm. at the light 2919 detroit avenue mm-hmm. um you can see us on the web at uh soul yogaOHC.com. you can go on there we have at least three classes a day sometimes four that is amazing. and yeah and they're all different kinds we have heated we have non-heated we have rest and restore we have power we have all sorts um what i would say is Do multiple classes, Mm -hmm. try different teachers and you'll find one for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if the first try is not the right fit, try another teacher. Just keep trying. You'll find yourself in someone there. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was so amazing. Thanks for having me. uh,
0: You're you're just speak so beautifully. And I just love your soul and the way that you you approach things is so beautiful. I'm very, very grateful Mm -hmm. to have had you here. Thank you so much, Megan. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You have no idea how much your listenership means to me. If you love what you heard, would you mind leaving us a review? It'll help get these episodes into more Mompreneurs earbuds and into our community. Ready to get your next season or project done? Then you need to check out the studio. It offers a creative, collaborative, and Instagrammable space for Mompreneurs to batch their podcasts and beyond. Head to mompreneurco.com slash studio to learn how to cut your marketing time from three months to one day so you can spread your message and mission on autopilot while enjoying the work and people you love most. See you next time.